Hey everybody, uh, welcome to our online service here at Christ Community Chapel. If this is your first time uh, looking at any service, I want to welcome you. I'm Joe Coffey, I'm the lead pastor here at CCC, and we're so glad that you have joined us. I want to take some time just to talk with you. Uh, we will plan to resume our series on the Ten Commandments next week, but right now I want to remind you of some things and encourage you in some ways. The first thing I want to remind you of is that you are the church. What I mean by that is that the church is a rhythm of coming together and worshiping together and then going out and being scattered among the community. And when we are scattered, we are actually more powerful than ever. It's like salt coming out of the salt shaker, giving seasoning, giving flavor, even preserving our community. So that's what we want to be. The church is not a building. It's a group of people. It's us. Don't forget that. And this time during the coronavirus is just a great time for us because of our message. Our message is that we have an eternal God that we have been connected to for an eternal destiny. And we've been connected to that God with that destiny through Jesus Christ, which means it doesn't depend on us, on what we do, anything that we do. It depends only on Jesus and what he has already done that through his life, death, and resurrection, we have been reconciled to God and our eternity is absolutely secure. And when we realize that, what we are filled with is hope. And hope, the way it comes out of you when it fills you up, is it comes out of you in courage at a time like this. And because it's grace that we are filled with, not, not something that we do, but because of what Jesus has done for us and it's been given to us as a gift, That grace, when it goes deep down inside of us, that comes out as compassion. So that's what I mean when I say this is our time to shine because as followers of Jesus, the thing that people should see in us right now is courage and compassion. You know, I I have mentioned this book before. There's a book by Rodney Starks called The Rise of Christianity. And uh, Rodney Starks is a sociologist and historian who is trying to figure out why the church spread, why Christianity spread across the Roman Empire at such an amazing speed the first three centuries. And what he came up with was the idea that it spread because of the four major plagues that hit the Roman Empire, the pandemics that hit the Roman Empire. Because what happened was that while people were running out of the city, Christians were running into the city. While people were abandoning people who were sick, even their own family members, it was the Christians, the followers of Jesus, who were caring for them and nursing them to health at great risk to themselves. The reason they were is because they were filled with hope and grace. And that came out of them in courage and compassion. And when they nursed those people back to health, what Rodney Stark said is virtually everyone who lived through those plagues would look at the person who nursed them back to health and say, why? Why would you do this? And the answer was always Jesus. We did this because of Jesus. And then that person who'd been nursed back to health would say, then tell me about that Jesus, because I want what you have. So this is such a great time. What a time for us to be alive as followers of Jesus here in our country to respond with courage and compassion uh, when others, others are filled with fear. We will respond. The other thing I was thinking is this, that you know, there's a story in the Gospels 
when Jesus and the disciples get into a boat to go across the Sea of Galilee. And the Sea of Galilee is a very shallow lake. So when a storm hits, it can hit fierce and quickly. And there was a storm and the disciples, Jesus had been sleeping because he was exhausted. And the disciples were terrified. What's interesting is that uh, about half of the disciples were seasoned fishermen. I have a friend whose uh, dad owned a crab fishing boat in the Bering Sea. And I remember talking to him one time and just saying, uh, how strong would a storm have to be? How scary would a storm have to be to make your dad afraid? And he laughed and he said, it'd have to be a pretty fierce storm because sailors are conditioned for more threat than most people are ready for. And then they were also under tremendous pressure not to show fear. But the disciples were so scared that they woke Jesus up and they shouted and they said, do you not even care that we are perishing? And I can just see in my mind's eye, Jesus waking up, wiping the sleep out of his eyes, looking around at the storm. And then he said this, shh, be still. And everything was calm. And the disciples looked at him and they said, what manner of man is this, that even the wind and the waves obey him? I love that story. But I always wonder what the next boat ride was like. I mean, if you were a disciple and you had experienced that, the next time that Jesus said, hey, let's go across the Sea of Galilee, wouldn't you just wait to see what boat he got into and then just scramble to get in that boat because you knew if you could get in the same boat with Jesus, you knew you'd be okay. And if the storm clouds would gather in the horizon, you would just hang on like a kid on a roller coaster. You know, I, like, I think we love roller coasters because there's this sense that danger is all around us, but we're safe. I think that's the way the disciples must have felt. What I want to remind you of right now, if you are a follower of Jesus, this is not your first time in the boat. Not right now. The coronavirus, a pandemic, not your first time in the boat with Jesus. If you're a follower of Jesus, you got in the boat with Jesus when you realized who he was and what he came to do for you, that he could actually give himself for you and give you life eternal. And if you've been a follower of Jesus for a while, you can look back on your life and you can see different times when there were different storms and where Jesus proved himself faithful. You could remember times when you were in the boat with Jesus during a storm and he got you through. That's why so much of the Bible is about remembering, right? Communion is a time to remember. Jesus said, when you take this bread, when you take this cup, remember me. In the Old Testament, they, they would pile big piles of rocks together after God had done something amazing. They called it an Ebenezer. And they did that so that when a, a father or a mother were walking with their children, and the child would look over and say, tell me, what is that pile of rocks about? The dad would say, let me tell you the story of God's faithfulness so that you'll know when a storm comes your way, you can count on this God. So remember, this is not your first time in the boat. Last thing I want to encourage you with is this, that we have a theme this year that will take us through to September. And our theme is love matters most. 
love matters most. And we're in this series of the Ten Commandments where we're saying that Jesus said there were two great commandments, one great commandment, really in two parts, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and then love your neighbor as yourself. This is a time where we can actually love our neighbors. And this is, let me just tell you how. I know some of you have raided stores. I've been to Costco. I've seen those shelves, and I think some of us have done that. And if you've done that, that's okay. But I want to remind you of this, that as followers of Jesus, we are not people that lock ourselves in our basement and hoard things for ourselves. We are, as followers of Jesus, people who live with open pantries, especially in time of need. So what I want you to do is go over to your neighbor's house and tell them. You can confess to them. You can say, listen, I have 48 rolls of toilet paper at my house. If you need toilet paper, you come to me. And if they say that they need something that you don't have, then you let us know, because there's somebody in our church who's got that. But what a time for us to actually reach out, love our neighbors in a time of fear and uncertainty. We are a group of people who, because we have deep down inside of us grace and hope, that we can respond with courage and compassion at a time when people need it the most. So remember, you're the church. Where the church gathered, look forward to that. Oh, I can't wait for us to be together again. But right now we are the church scattered. Be the church. Remember the message that we have, that we have hope and we have grace and we have courage and we have compassion because of what Jesus has done for us to unite us with an eternal God, with an eternal uh, destination, all right? And then finally, remember that you are not in the boat for the first time. Remind yourself of all that God has done, his faithfulness, and respond in love to your neighbors. Because for us here at CCC, Love matters most. All right, I'm going to pray, and then we have a worship song. I want you to worship right where you're at, as well as you can, and look forward to the time where we will one day again be together and worshiping together. Father in heaven, thanks for this time. Thanks for your faithfulness through your son, Jesus. I pray that in this time, uh, when we are tempted to be afraid, that you will remind us of your faithfulness of your goodness, that you will remind us of storms in the past that you have got us through, that you have carried us along, that this is not our first time in the boat. And I pray that you will give us opportunities as we are the church scattered to really love our community and our neighbors for your sake. Thank you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.